The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Radio 24-7. Today, believe it or not, it's the 6th of February, 2018. Um, stand up, take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth, and repeat. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. Among many things, I am success. I am wealth. I am strength. Just a litany of things you can say to yourself, and in a good positive way and whatever everybody says yeah none of that stuff works well you got to be the one to believe and research that but wouldn't you rather talk to yourself that way i I, that's why i say to people a lot of them will just stop they won't say anything i'm saying to myself see the conditioning you've been under all these years we're going to get into more and more of this but winners champions unstoppable to me sounds much better than the alternative a lot of people here also too um well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to read early, and then we're going to get into everything else. Um, this is from Milo, Volume 9, Number 2, and this is from the late, great Peter Martin. Um, this, uh, let's see, on page 85 was called The Searcher, The Spirit of the Stones. And here it goes. This is, um, oh, sin, they call it. Um, it's from the poems of that, and it was by James McPherson. And here it goes. Pleasant is the voice of the song, thou lonely dweller of the rock. It comes on the sound of the stream along the narrow vale. My soul awakens, O stranger, in the midst of my hall. I stretch my hand, but it is feeble, and the sigh of my bosom grows. Wilt thou not listen, son of the rock, to the song of Ossian? My soul is full of other times. The joy of my youth returns. Thus the sun appears in the west after the steps of his brightness have moved beyond a storm. The green hills lift their dewy heads. The blue streams rejoice in the vale. The aged hero comes forth on his staff and his gray hair glitters in the beam. Read that. It's an awesome, awesome poem, let me tell you. You can interpret it multiple ways, believe me, too. That's going to be up to you. Also, go out to FiorellaBarbellCo.com, Winners and uh, Champions, Inc. That's a product that you need to jump on. There's 14 modules. It's a teaching experience. If you want to learn and think and then apply and get results, that's your program right there. Um, That's 15 years I've been doing that in the uh, FPC Stone and Steel Yard. I still do multiple things on each one of those um, uh, recordings, and believe me, um, there's enough there to keep you busy for quite a while. If you need video, I'll do video for you, but I didn't do any video because the things on there, you need to really learn and do them. Doing is what will make you great. You can watch everything you want. I'm not saying it does or does not help. But I'm telling you, the best way to get things done is be a doer. 
be a doer. All right, and then go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com. Go out and look at our Prosperity Conscious page. It is a donation page, but it is much different than the way we would ask before. I felt it was coming more from a way of lack. That's not what we want here because lack brings more lack in. But one thing about Prosperity Consciousness, which I would hope you'd all go out and investigate this, is when you give, 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 you need to receive back. And it's not healthy just to give and not get anything back. And I feel that, you know, with 800 shows and all the other things that have been given out through here, um, it's nice to pay back a little bit. So anything you want to give, all the instructions are out there. Much appreciated. Also, go out to MotivationMuscle.com um, slash category slash podcast. Go out and look at all the shows Carmen Caputo and I have done. I will be bringing this gentleman in very shortly. Um, just a monster amount of library there. You know, people are, I, I, in fact, to let everybody know, I've been writing a book for a while. Um, nothing really put together tight, but there's some pretty interesting chapters in there. And I know a lot of people that have got very famous off-writing books, you know, telling their story. And, you know, everyone knows the story starts with my brother Jimmy. But I'll tell you right now, my book, in my opinion, is Motivation and Muscle. And with people like Carmen and all our other family members, they're the ones with myself that make us very, very unique. And if you put all these pages of everybody together, I I would think by now we'd have close to an encyclopedia. Um, There's not stuff like this out, out there. I don't care who it is. I'll match up with anybody. Yeah, they might. I got to hear. Well, they make more money. They got more listeners. What do you think I'm going to do? Sit here on my fingers the rest of my life? I, I hate to break it to you. You wait and see what's going to happen. Because no one knows what's really going on here. But believe me when I tell you this, this show isn't getting smaller. It is getting bigger, bigger, and bigger. So we'll see. It's going to be very interesting. Also, too, go out to um, motivationmuscle.com. Sign up for our free. Um, what do you want to call it? Uh, let, newsletter. I put one up today. Um, it goes through Mailchimp, but you can sign up right there. You'll get on the list. Um, I did a thing today. It was like uh, talking about the uh, manly man's movement page, and you want to talk about a barn burner. I want to thank Douglas and Doctor Wong and everybody. Um, this went up live on Saturday night. We'd been working on this for months. Now, it's not even anywhere near of what it's going to be, but it looks pretty damn good. You can go down there and start a thread, you know, submit video, just keep it clean. Because if there's some very good stuff there, we'll put it on for it, we'll put it on etched in stone for kids. Video or anything I feel that deems great. And, uh, it's a chance now. People have been asking me for years. This is your opportunity, folks. No lip service around here. Let's take action. Also, too, go out to my, my YouTube channel, Fiorella Barbell Company. Real men, real strength, and real power. And you'll see a ton of new video. And you'll get to see the brand new video I put up today about the big four. Wait till you see this. Awesome stuff. Um, and it goes into, you know, we're out in the FBC Stone and Steel Yard. With that in mind, I've made... Uh, Carmen, wait for a long time, but I'm going to give you the information on Carmen. We're going to bring him in, and we're going to talk about masculinity, and uh, this is going to be good. Carmen's been around long enough to see the trends through the world and America, 
And I've got a few things to open up with that's good. You're going to see how everything plugs in. So, number one, let's see. Uh, Carmen will always be a Marine veteran. He's a retired school teacher, and he's a champion weightlifter for 58 years. And Carmen always says to me, he doesn't know why I have him on here. Um, I've never met Carmen. I love Carmen like family. Um, you know, he is Italian too, but everybody is family to me here. Um, I can't say enough about people of uh, Carmen's caliber, and this is what we are building here, and we will continue to build. So, Carmen, welcome back to the show. You know, it's always an honor to have you here, sir. Well, thank you. It's good to hear your voice again. You know, it's been a couple of months since the last time we did one of these, but uh, I'm always honored to be on here. And you're right. I still wonder why, but my wife told me this morning, it's because you're old <laughs> and you turn around. Yep. You know, and I said, well, you could have phrased it just a little bit easier than that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know what? You know something? You and I both know the blunt approach is usually the best approach. Well, yeah, you get people's attention, you know. And she said, how many other people do you know who have been lifting for 58 years that right. are still right. lifting? Yep. You know, and I said, well, okay, point made. But it's, just, it's still an honor to be here because – the people you have on here are world champions, and I'm just a legend in my own mind, you know. Maybe maybe to you, but not to me. And uh, you're a legend here, and you're a champion, and that's the deal. You know, it's it's amazing because strength comes in so many forms, Carmen. You know, and and I, you know, we Carmen and I were talking a lot about things off off the air, and uh, um, I got news for you. I had some monster names on here, and the shows have done well. But I'll tell you what, the people that connect with the people that are on here, a lot of them are not household names out in the universe, okay? And that's fine with me because I want something for everyone here, and we can be a jack, and we are a jack of all trades. So you know something? The more the better. The more people that want to get involved, the better. It's only going to enrich all of us. And as I said to Carmen, you can't stay a one-trick pony. You don't survive. You know, I'm building a media empire here, among other things. The show is only going to be part of the media we're doing. I mean, we don't know what's going to be involved with different people with books. We've I've had people approach me about wanting to come under the umbrella here and doing their own show. Um, we had one offer from somebody uh, to bring the show on their channel, but it didn't fit in with my style of things, and I didn't feel it would be something that would propel us forward in a lot of good ways, because when you got kids listening and different things going on, um, I don't want them exposed to whatever it is you're going to hear via other people through me. Because I'm not saying they haven't heard the stuff, but I'm not going to uh, um, have them educated more on it. So things things are going to happen. They are in the works. Um, but what you do today can affect you and others for the rest of your life. Just like my dad always said, never bring shame to your name. Well, that goes not only for Fiorella Barbell, Motivation and Muscle, and yours truly here, but it goes for Carmen and everybody else. Because if they're on here with me and I do some stupid stuff, they're not going to be on with me for long. Okay. And I understand that. So you can't be, you can't go through life without making mistakes. We all do, but I'm not going to do something that could saw me literally in half, at least not purposely. So 
masculinity. We're going to get into this, and, and you know, the manly men's movement draw, is driving this stuff harder and harder. You know Dr. Wong's feeling with this and so many other people here, and there's been such a shift in masculinity in the last 50 years that it really is mind-numbing to me in so many ways. And I was telling Carmen before I came, before we came on, I was reading some stuff, and I try not to read much in the news. And you know, I do follow the stock market, you know, a couple times a week. And this all goes. I'm going to weave this right into masculinity. I'm going to give it to Carmen to take off with. Um, of course, the stock market took a big header yesterday. All right, and already. You know, we know who they're going to blame everything on. Gloom and doom. You know, you lost your retirement. You know, you're going to lose more. You're not going to. And then it went right into global warming and how, you know, the government knows what's best for you. And you don't know your ass from your head, which probably most people don't anymore. But we can do it better than you. You don't need to have the power and the freedom to go make your choices and this is why we're looking at things the way they are. And I'm saying to myself, son of a bitch. You know, no wonder why people are walking around on Prozac and every other goddamn thing. They can't engage with people just with a hello and a handshake anymore. Their head's buried in their cell phone. And I could go on and on with this. And then you look at the kids. And, you know, I, I, you know, I heard the other day from somebody, well, you know, you know, you, you know, you're looking at things through an older guy's eyes. And I'm like, really? I said, I'm around young kids, my family all the time. I talk to people all over. But I said, don't hand me that shit. I said, you guys think you're so hip. I'm more hip than you'll ever be. But I don't care about these weak-ass trends that everybody's involved in. And I'm tired of hearing people, well, there's no opportunity and the world's unfair and this, that, and the other thing. And then... You know, we start marching into the men. And, you know, I know more. I, I got friends of mine. I say to them, you know, what happened? Who cut your balls off you? And these were all guys that were like nuts. You know, whether they got married and the wife wasn't what they, you know, I could go into a million things. Most of them aren't even together anymore with their wives. Do I approve of that? No, but I can't do anything about it. And a few of them I called it long before it was going to happen. But, it, it, what happens to anybody just because you're with somebody should not mean you lose your identity that because you don't go out and become a hunter and gatherer anymore there's no reason to build muscles anymore to lift weights to go out and push a a wheelbarrow around to to lead to take care of your family you know those things are still important but we if you listen to every single thing that's going on out there i can understand most people now are so goddamn weak, they're probably like, hey, you know what, what's the point? I go into my 9 to 5, I hate my job, I'm half asleep at my computer, I, my boss, I don't want like work with anybody, I go home, I live the so, so whole life all over again. This is what I'm talking about, men. Men, you need, if you aren't doing it, you need to start bringing back your masculinity to you. Go ahead, Carmen, take it. You just said something. You know, I know you're a fan of the Rocky movies. You know, we've talked about that before, and you put things up. Yep. But yep. in the second Rocky movie, he's thinking about making a comeback to fight again. 
and his wife is pouting, and she's worried about his health and welfare, which is understandable. Sure, sure. And she says, Rocky, and he says, Adrian, I don't stop you from doing the things you do to make you feel like a woman. Mm-hmm. Don't stop me from doing the things I need to do to stop feeling like a man. Yeah. And, and if you're going to have a relationship, that's got to be agreed upon at the very beginning. You know, you work together as a team. You're here for each other. If my wife is in a pickle, I'm here to help her and vice versa. But she's the lady. I'm the guy. And we do what we do to help each other and to help ourselves prosper. Because I'll guarantee you, without her, I'm nothing. Right. And I'd like to think without me, she's nothing. Yep. Of course, she's prettier than I am. She can find somebody else to fill the gap. (laughs) (laughs) You find somebody, Italian studs, man. They're still out there. But, you know, it it, it boils down to the fact when you give up your self-identity, your self-feeling, your feeling of worth is when you start losing your masculinity. And nobody has that right. No man has that right to do that to a woman, to subjugate her, and no woman has got the right to subjugate a guy. If he, The problem, I think, is there's a lot of, like you said earlier, there's a lot of insecure people. Oh, yeah. And the only way they can feel secure is to drag somebody down to their level. They don't like seeing people who walk with confidence, uh-huh. who handle themselves well in a group, who know what they're talking about, but they present themselves in a very professional, serious manner. You know, being a guy does not mean you're rude, crude, and unattractive, as my old man used to say. Right. He said, keep your manners, just walk into a room, and your attitude will transmit. People will look at you and say, there's a guy that can handle himself. And you said it in the warm-up, I think, about looking at hands and necks. Yep. Bob Hoffman in the very, you know, I got, I got the big 12 special when I was 15 and the courses that came with it. And one of the things he said, you need to work your neck because that's the first thing people can see. You can cover yourself up with clothing and tailor it to make you look like a stud. But if you've got a nine inch neck, (laughs) you're, you're screwed. Yep. And so, you know, you work your, you work your body to build yourself, present yourself well. You're selling a product here. When you put it out on the market, if it's not honed correctly, if it's not presentable, people are going to say, well, that's crap. We're not going to do that. You present yourself the best you possibly can, get people's interest, and then they will start listening. And that doesn't mean, as you alluded to earlier, you know, you're going to put stuff up, keep it clean for the kids. Kids hear a lot, but yep. they don't hear it from me. Right. They don't need to hear it from you. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And, and, and if you're gonna if you're gonna get young people to follow you, you need to present an image that they are saying this guy's real. There's yeah. no fake here. He does what he says, and he's honest, and he treats people fairly. That's being a man. Your bond, your word is your bond. Yep. I've known people that say, "Yeah, I'll be there at nine o'clock." You know, we'll get we'll get started at nine o'clock. In 9.30, I'm still waiting on them. That is not being a man. They might be able to lift more than me because they're half my age, but damn it, they're not reliable. Right. You know, you call a plumber, your toilet's backing up, and you see, I'll be there in 20 minutes. Three hours later, you still got crap floating in your living room. <laughs> good, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Be true to yourself. 
honor your word, honor your commitments, and be loyal to your family and to your friends. You know, and just be selective on who you let into your circle. I agree. I, I'm willing to help anybody, but if you know you, you're Italian, you know what I'm getting at here. You screw me, and it's game over. Yeah, absolutely. It is absolutely game over. That's the way my father was. That's the way his father was, and his brothers. And you know, it's just it's just it. Yeah, I'll, I'll go to the end of the mile for you, but if you screw me, we're done. Well, you know something too. This is really really interesting with this whole thought about masculinity. You know, um, I'm going I'm going to bring it right back to the gym as usual because I believe that that's where everything originates from. Because you can be trained, you can have the best parents, you can have the best home, regardless. But yet, when you go out into that world and you get acclimated with a little bit, it, it, it is as harsh as it can get. But oh, yeah. the but the but the benefits of it, and it, and it's going to take a while for you to recognize things like this. But you know, you talked about confidence. You talked about being genuine, about loyalty, about all these things that have been very much bypassed for quite a while now. Where you know people can't understand why is my son and daughter this way? Why won't they talk to me? Why are they always on their phone? Why is it this? Why is it that? It wasn't like this before. Well, here's what the problem is. I mean, you don't see probably many families even sit down to dinner anymore. All right? That's a big thing because at the dinner table, you shared an awful lot of things. You know, it was nothing for my parents to say, well, what would you learn today? Well, if you if you didn't have something, you better make it up or whatever, right? Because because I say that to myself every day. Eric, what did you do today? What did you learn? What did you read? What did you come up with for the business? What are you going to write down? This morning I got up. I was up at 5.30, later than normal. I'm usually up by 4.30 to 5. But I trained extremely heavy, and you know what? I knew that I could get a lot of this stuff done in the morning. Besides, uh, after Carmen and I are done, I've got to get the Ryan Stewart um, podcast up from Saturday. Um, I had that and Bill Crawford the same day, and, and then we'll put Carmen's up um, tomorrow. But, um, you know, out in that field out in the back there is the greatest experience you can ever deal with. And masculinity, most people have the whole idea of it wrong, all right? Most people, when you talk masculinity, it's like, well, you're a bully, um, which is way too overused, or, you know, you're self-centered, um, you got a huge ego, you don't care about anybody else but yourself, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, most of these people are talking to you look like they're one step from the grave to begin with. And secondly, Carmen said it. There's going to be people that are going to try to just basically drag you right down into a hole. Hope you quit. They're happy. You're still the normal whatever you were prior to that that's no threat to them. And away we go. Well, that's not how it is, man. Masculinity is its just like when we talk about the men's movement, the new page we got up. You know, masculinity is about how you conduct yourself, how you build your strength, how you lead, how you do things nutritionally to start bringing you back if you've been on the brink of just self-defeat for the last 10 years of your life. Because I'm telling you right now, when you get out with a set of barbells, and I'm going to just bring everything in with, with the stuff. Uh, we're just going to say barbells. That encompasses everything. 
what you do is you change the whole definition of who and what you are. Number one, strength. I'll tell you right now, there's nothing like it. I can't imagine not having it the rest of my life. It is by far the greatest thing you could ever do. Is there all different degrees of strength? Yeah, you decide what you want to do. But if you get into a program with a trainer like myself or Carmen, uh, you're going to want to expand your horizons. I've never had anybody come over here that didn't want to do stuff, including an older gentleman, Kurt. He was in his 70s, and I had him using a grip machine. And if you know the story of that, he couldn't even twist the cap off a pickle jar. Well, after a couple months here, he could rip them right off the top of the glass bottle, all right? So what I'm saying is, never say never. I can tell you how many people, I, I don't know, sandbag? All right, so they start doing it, and the next thing you know, they're picking up 50-pound rocks. So once again, never say never. Steve Jack, who I talk about. Steve, uh, Anthony DiDottillo, and the great John McKean, who I'm working with right now on the mid-rack stuff. I did a big show about them on my own. I mean, would I ever gotten a power rack work besides John and uh, Anthony? Who knows? Would I ever lift stones? Um, I don't know. I mean, when I saw the 94 video of Steve in Iceland, well, I've been to Iceland twice now, and we're going to go a third time this year. Um, would I have done it? Don't know. But, I've, you know, I've become with two, you know, unfortunately Anthony's gone, but not forgotten, but John and Steve are still here, and I've talked, Steve's been on the show, I've talked to Steve personally, we email back and forth on occasion, and I talk to John almost every week, sometimes twice a week. So, these were things that set me up, that wanted me to get better, and obviously, anybody can lead you to drink, but you gotta be the one to stick your head in and drink, alright? And that's where the big, uh, rub is with most people, besides when I said all the things that they will classify you as. I got news for you. Men especially, especially, you know, it used to be, you'd say, 40s up. I'd say now probably late 20s to early 30s on up now, where there are estrogen problems, where you can't get out of your own way, where you have low energy or no energy, where you feel very moody, you can't make decisions, et cetera, et cetera. I got, I got to tell you guys, your testosterone is lower than shit. I can guarantee you. You go and get it checked, you, it'll probably be at a hundred. All right. What I'm saying to you is this: the 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 iron and the steel out there is going to start bringing things like that up. It's going to change your mood. It's going to make you want to look at life differently. You're going to love your kids a little more. You're going to want to spend more time with your wife. And I'll give this right to you, Carmen. I've said this on a couple shows. People are sending me notes and laughing when they're if they call. And the biggest thing over Christmas is women were googling. They want to know if their husbands were gay. And 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 we know a lot of it probably is because they're who knows what ages they are. They could be in their twenties. The guy just ain't going for it anymore. And you can look at things in a number of ways. And you know it was all this thrashing of men again. And I said, I said on the show, I don't. It might have been one with Doctor Wong, and he fell off his chair almost. I said, hey, maybe the women are all fat and hairy, and their husbands don't want them anymore. I mean, you know, stop it. All right? So go ahead, Carmen. Take it. Well, you know, you, you touched on something about the barbells. They not only build physical strength, and they do, I can attest to that, 58 years I've been lifting. Um, I'll be 73 in September. I, you know, probably missed 
no more than 20 workouts during that 58-year span, but they build physical strength. But the side effect of that, as you get stronger, your attitude about yourself improves, your self-confidence. And so what happens when that happens is that you project a better image of yourself. Your product, which is you, you're selling yourself. That product becomes even more saleable because, hey, look at the confidence this guy has. What's he doing that makes him that way? You know, what is, why is his body changing like that? He looks like he could tear my head off. Yeah. You know? And what is it? What is it you're doing? I've, I, I don't like to. Don't. I'm not bragging on myself here, bud. I, we, my wife and I were out a while back. We had gone to a pizza parlor. Yep. And the waitress comes up and she stops and looks at me and she said, "What is it with you?" And I said, "I'm hungry." <laughs> and she said, "No, no, no. What do you do?" And I said, well, I'm retired. I was a retired school teacher. And she said, no, no, what do you do physically? You look different. And I said, well, thank you. I've busted my hump for 58 years in the gym. Yeah. You know, she said, are you a boxer? And I said, no, I, I, I'm a power lifter. And she said, oh, my gosh. You know, she said, I thought, and she said, can I, ask? she said, how old are you, about 40? And I said, Whoa. Wow. I'm going to give you a $20 bill right now. <laughs> I said, I'm I'm 72. I'll be 73 in a few months. And she said, you're kidding. And I said, no. You're you're not human if you don't like those kind of comments. But you can't let them go to your head and become a braggart and a swaggerer. You just say, okay, the program's working. I'm selling myself the way I want to be sold. And along with that, with that extra confidence and that, that improved image, you should improve your attitude toward people. Yep. A, mass, a manly man keeps his word, Eric. Yep. If he says 9.30 will be there, then he's there at 9.20. Mm-hmm. Wait. You know, a manly man keeps his commitments to his family, to his friends, to himself. You know, I, I taught sixth grade for 30 years, and that's a predominantly female-oriented job. Yep. We all agree to that. When I was going to college, the professors were saying, you know, we need more guys in the elementary grades because these kids need a, a, a father figure. Even yeah. back then, families were losing the father figure, you know. Yep. So I'm thinking, okay, this is cool. I can buy that. You know, I, I'm doing this because I want to do it. I'm doing it because I like to see a change in people. When they learn something, their whole confident, they, their eyes light up and say, oh, that's cool. You know, it's the same thing when you're lifting. You 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 get a five pound increase, and you say, "Man, this is working." Yeah. So get to to get back to the point here. Our first year teaching, first PTA meeting. You know, we're in school about a month, and it's PTA meeting, open house, meet and greet. And I was the new guy on the staff, so everybody comes to my room, and this joker comes up and he says, "You're brand new," and I said, "Yes, sir." And he said, "How come you didn't get a man's job?" Ooh. I said, really? I said, well, I tell you what. I said, I figured that my four years in the Marine Corps as a machine gunner punched my man card. Yeah. You know, I said, if you'd like to come in tomorrow and help me out in here, <laughs> that's cool. Yep. And he looked at me and he said, you're out of your damn mind. There's no way I could do what you do. And I'm thinking, then what the hell did you say that for? Yeah. Well, in an earlier time, he'd have been spitting teeth. 
Yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. I, when you told me that, I was surprised you didn't shove his head through a blackboard. I, I, I came home and I told my wife, I said, you'll never believe what I heard tonight. You know, I mean, it, who says that kind of stuff? But what I'm getting at is you can be masculine without being a domineering jerk. You can be masculine by keeping your word, by treating people with the respect they're due. There's nothing effeminate or knuckling under about holding the door for a woman. Nope. Opening the door for the car to let her get in first, carrying a heavy package for her. That doesn't mean you're demeaning her. It means that you're trying to be the best kind of person you can be, which is a helpful person. You know, if I see a guy struggling, I'm going to stop and help him. Yep. If I see a lady struggling, I'm going to stop and help her. You know, I was at Home Depot a couple of weeks ago, and there's this guy trying to – he's putting bags of soil into the back of his car, and he had about 15 of them, and he's by himself. And I said, you need some help, bud? And he said, well, if you don't mind. So, I, you know, the two of us got it done. And I'm thinking some people would have taken offense to that. Yeah, oh, I was going to say that, but, yeah, go ahead. Continue. I'm not saying you couldn't do it, partner. I'm saying you got a load there. I'm capable. Can I help? Yep. I'd expect somebody to, you know, you're driving down the road and you see a car by the side and the guy's pulling his hair out. You could drive by or do you stop? Exactly. Say, do you need help? Can I call somebody for you at least? Can I call AAA or whatever? You know, that's what being a man is. Seeing an issue, stepping up and say, let's address this and solve it. And by doing that, we're going to make this a better place for everybody. You know, and, and it just drives me crazy to see people who think, they need to pull somebody down in order to make themselves feel better. And I think the reason that a lot of ladies seem to feel a need to do that is they feel bad about themselves. So, oh, in yeah. order, so they're going to tear this guy down. And, uh, okay, but I've broken you, so I'm, I'm better now. And you're just laying there. You know, that that's not how life works. We're here to help each other. You know, if you and I live closer together, you're damn right I'd be there lifting with you, and you'd be here lifting with me, and you're damn right on Sundays we'd be having a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, I, I'd probably drive you up the wall. <laughs> I'd be knocking on your windows all the time. Hey, come on out and play. Your wife would be... Your wife would be coming out with a skillet wanting to hit me over the head. Get out of here, you son of a bitch. <laughs> well, you know, I, I want, I'll tell you, you made a, a very good point, um, which uh, I'll explain right now, which really resonates... Um, you know, you talked about holding doors, and you know, some people get get the, get off on you know hurting people or using them, and especially in relationships. But you know, um, with all the stuff that's been going on with all those weirdos in Hollywood, and you hear stuff in government all over, and all the things that are going on, um, I don't condone any of it. And there, but as I always say, there's two sides to the coin. We just haven't probably heard the other side of the coin yet. But I ran into an ex-girlfriend and a couple friends of hers over, you know, uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas. And I know a lot of girls that were talking about it and said, I wish this would go away. And I'm like, what do you mean? Um, and, and the other girls I saw too, the girlfriend and all that. And they were like, you know, guys won't right now aren't even looking at us and i said to him i said well what do you expect i said now what's happened is 
it's bad enough the computers and the human element that's de-evolving because of them and robotic this can do what a man can do and uh fake this i don't ever have to go ask a girl out because i can have a virtual lover and now we're getting the stuff where you know every guy is no good every guy's this that he he hurts women he rapes and what well let me tell you something folks uh stuff like that um i've got a lot of different ideas with that but what do you expect a lot of men to do now um, do you think they're going to come rushing to open a door for you anymore? Or if they like you, they're going to say you look nice. The next thing you know, you're in HR being fired for harassment. Do you realize, do you realize, look, no one's condoning bad behavior. I don't like people on either side of the sexual deal, man or woman, um, treating each other like a, a pile of shit. But you got to remember one thing. Not everybody acts like these perverts out all over the place okay there's a lot of people good morals and good standards and we're talking about being masculine men and all that and my feeling is i think you're going to see more and more men gun shy of everything now female wise because it's not worth the problems that could exist for you and the people that are out pulling this garbage what do they care you know, they they just go and hop from one thing to the next. There's people still that want a relationship, that want to build a family, that want to be part of a community. These are the ones that get hurt. Because it's like I talked about in the beginning, how, oh, my God, the stock market. Oh, my God, the weather. Oh, my God, global warming. Oh, my God, the sky's falling in. There's no opportunity. You have privilege. I don't. Where do you think you're going to get to, ladies and gents? You ain't getting anywhere. You're not getting anywhere. You're going to be living in the same mess you created. Because I've had people say to me, well, I can't change it. You know something? It's just as easy to live a bad life as it is a good life. Go ahead, Carmen. Take it. Well, you know, I, there's several world leaders past and present that I admire. You know, Franklin Roosevelt, Winston Churchill, and another yep. one is Gandhi. Yep. And he, he said something. He said, be the change you want to see. Yep. If you want to stop poverty, then go out and work and help people find a job. Teach them how to do something so they can support themselves. Don't give them something. Yep. Teach them how to take care of themselves. Because when you give something to somebody... I think it's you're demean, you're telling them you're not worthwhile. But if you teach them how to support themselves, they get self confidence. Their whole feeling about themselves improves, and they're more willing to step up and do what they need to do. And it, it just I don't know. You're right. It's I'm glad I'm not a young guy anymore on the dating scene because I don't know what I'd do. Yeah, yeah. It's very- you think you're doing cool. You know, I, I it's been a while now, but we were I was. On my own, I was shopping, and this lady's coming in, and I step back and open the door for her, and she said, I can do that myself. Yeah, I've had that. Yep, yep. Okay, you know, yep, yep. what do you do? You know, you just turn the door loose and pat her on the ass as she's walking through or what, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, it's very difficult, and I'm thinking, if I didn't hold that door, my mother's spirit would have come out of the ground and kicked me right square in the ass. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And so... I don't know what I don't know what to do, but I see on Facebook these some people they're complaining I can't find a guy. Yeah, and, and they're showing themselves in these bars 
Yeah. Drinking, which is not a problem, but if you're, you know, where do you, where are you going to shop? If you want a T-bone steak, you know, you're going to go down to some low life butcher and say, give me your best cut or you're going to go to a high dollar place, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing, brother. Yep. You know, if you sell your product to where you're going to get a quality customer is what I'm saying. And guys need to do the same thing. You know, present a good image, present a clean, healthy, virile image, and you're going to go a long way. You go to a job interview, if you go in there with dirty clothes and your hair needs cutting and your hands are filthy and you haven't brushed your teeth in a week, you think you're going to get hired? Probably not. Present yourself. Step up. Well, you know something else, too? Not to interrupt you, I'll get you right back. Um, You know, the other interesting, too, thing I think where men screw up is you should date way beyond what you think you are, meaning, yes. you know, yes. don't don't settle for below, go high. And here's the thing that's real, real interesting, because I remember reading stuff and talking with people about this, and I'll give it right to you, is this. When you've really achieved a confidence and a manhood that most of us that really understand masculinity shoot for, when that beauty walks out the door and says, I'm never coming back unless, and you let her go, yeah. let, men, you have just reached manhood, and now you can do anything. Go ahead and take it. That's go. exactly right. Yep. You know, the fact that you can get on with life by yourself, it's nice to have a companion Yep. who doesn't abuse you physically, emotionally, verbally. That's what love is. You know, once, you know... You, there's lust, and then there's love. Yep. After the lust wears off, if there's no love, it's going to die and drop off the vine, you know? Yeah. yeah. And my wife and I have been together. We've known each other 42 years, dated 42 years, and be married 41 in August. Wow. And I've told her, I said, you know, if you go first, I'm just, that's it. I'm not getting out in the world anymore. And I said, you're going to be able to find somebody. I know. I don't worry about that. And she said, that's not happening either. So, you know, the thing that has impressed me with my wife is she has not, she didn't come in after the honeymoon with a checklist and say, okay, you need to change this, 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 and this. Exactly. When you're dating somebody, that's when you decide, can I live with this or I can't? If I can't, then I need to get out. If I can, that's cool. Then don't try to change them. If you married them, why do you want to change what you married? You know, you know what? Am I making sense? Totally. You know, it's, totally. And it, just, and it just bothers me because, you know, I've told her, I said, you know, I don't know many women that would tolerate me, anybody having a 20 by 20 room in their backyard with 7,000 pounds of steel in it. Yep. And all these jokers coming by odd hours, day and night, weekends and lifting in the rowdy crew, the loud noise, the music and the chalk and the dust and the, you know, the ball busting that goes on when guys get together. And there's a few women that are in there that are stepping right up and doing it too. And I said, I don't know many women that would support that. And she said, why would I change you? You were doing that when I met you. I knew what I was getting into. Yep. Hey, look, I totally agree with you. No argument at all. But you know what happens is a lot of these guys, look it, they're losing their masculinity as they're dating these women, even if they didn't have much of it before. Yeah. Um, they're they're pussy whipped out of their mind. Okay. Well, the worst it, things, Eric. There are worse things than saying 
I'm a divorced guy. Exactly. Exactly. The worst thing, the worst thing is living in a relationship that is slowly strangling you and taking the life out of you. It's like having a huge leech on you, just sucking the life out of you. Absolutely. That's worse than saying, I, I'm divorced. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Divorced, you say I'm divorced, it means you made a human mistake. Yeah. Well, look, the bottom line is here is men, and I'm talking men here, you need to find your masculinity. If you're with somebody, I'm not going to give you advice on what to do. That is your business. But in the meantime, whether with somebody or you're not, or you're thinking about somebody, you need to make it clear that this is what I'm about. I'm not saying that I won't support you and you won't support me, but... You know, as I told the story the night in the bar um, with another ex and her friend and 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 boy and I don't know if he was married or her boyfriend then. I never liked either one of them too much, um, and I didn't like him. And I had enough of his crap calling me big guy. You know, I have a name, um, it, and it wasn't in an affectionate way. I always felt there was a little bit of sarcasm there. Right, and that night I flipped out on him in that bar, and that bar looked like they see saw God. If that guy uttered another word, I would have broke his neck right in front of him, and he knew it. Walked out of there. That was the end of what I thought was going to be a good relationship, but I'm glad it happened because she decided to back them instead of me. So you know what? It's funny how life works because little things you find out early. Because God help me if I ever got real, real serious and decided to get married, um, I know how I am, I, I, I'd be gone. You know, I, I, I'd be out of there. And I don't want to have children and have them affected by my bad moves. You know, we still call it, there's a there's the old 15-minute test you do when you're out with uh, your girlfriend or your boyfriend. I'm not going to get into it, but I'll tell you right now, it always works. And I'll tell you one thing. I think I've said this on shows. If not, I believe I did say it to you offline. There's this old Italian guy and his wife. They owned a little Italian store. And um, he his name was Charlie. And they were the nicest people. They were neighbors of ours, and they were very good friends with my parents. You know, they were social with them and all that. And I remember he said, he, like the typical older guys, man, they'd always give you the business. Oh, who, oh yeah. Who, and, he, and he still had the accent. The, yeah. I loved that accent. And he was like, come sit here on the bench with me. So I, and I knew right away what was going to start. So do you got a girlfriend, you know? And, uh, and I think at the time, I might have been about 17. And I said, yeah. And he goes, I'm going to give you a piece of advice. I want you to always follow and I'm like, oh, what's he, you know, is he playing me again? <laughs> he says to me like this, and I'll tell you what, Carmen, I ask every girl this. And he said to me like this, listen up, guys and girls, if you really want to find out a little bit. He said, you know, after you go out with her maybe a time or two, if you do, ask her, you know, get talking about family and say to her, so what do you think, um, how do you and your father get along? You really like him, daddy's girl? Yeah. And he told me, he goes, if she says, I've got no use for my father, he said, you get your ass up yeah. out of that chair and you don't ever come back. And I was like. Heels and elbows, heels and elbows. That's all you want to see on that deal. That's know? it. That's it. And he said to me like this, and I wish I could do his Italian. He was giving me the, fit, the hands and everything when he was oh, talking. Yeah. He said to me like this, he said, 
she's not a good woman. You never want to marry her because women that hate their fathers or don't like them right. don't like men. You're going to have problems. I still use it to today, and I'll use it to the day I die. My He... You know, there's little things that people tell you, these nuances that really can save you a hell of a heartache. And you're not always going to be 100% in anything. And I'm a guy that loves to dive in and have fun. I mean, that's the way it is. I'm not, I don't, I'm not a big slow kind of guy. I like, you know, it's like the weights and everything. I just love that rapid fire that, you know, get out there and just get your hands in it, man. But, it's a different world, and you know you've got to. Um, it's a different approach, but you can never go. You know what Charlie said's perfect. You know, and I and I got a couple other things too. You know, I don't date girls with cats. I'll tell you why. I've dated girls with cats, and they're friggin' maniacs. Every one of them. Dogs, I never had a problem with. Cats, I always did. I mean, these are things that I'm saying, and probably people are going, what? Yeah. I'm like, I'm telling you right now, that's what's happened to me among many things. Um, there, Look, never be afraid to go after what you want to go after. That's not how we operate here. That's not how I operate. But when you go after things, think. You know, think about... How are they like? How are they speaking? What you know? Are, is this all this political jargon? Because I won't go near women anymore. That start right up with politics. I goodbye. I don't want because I know what's going to happen, yeah. and I know a lot how I think, and I guarantee you, it probably is not going to go with what they like and how they think. So that's what it is. But and I'll give this right to you. But see, this all reverts back to masculinity. Oh. Eric, he, he's too aggressive. I mean, you know, who knows what he's up to, what he's taking. You know, all he cares about is just going to Iceland or his businesses and all that. Well, you know something? That's my masculinity. I love being a man. Like I said, never apologize for being a man. I'm not. I don't feel, look, I screw up like everybody, but I've never gone out of my way to hurt anybody, female, period. Yeah. Never, all right? Exactly. But you made the point. Don't twist an Italian's tail. Because I'm telling you right now, with me, there is no coming back once you fuck with me. You're done. Because I don't trust you anymore. And I'm a guy that has to have trust with people. And I hear people say, oh, that's old thinking. Really? I'm not that old, number one. But number two, this is all about the weightlifting and the masculinity all mixed together. There's certain codes we all live by. It's like, you know, I, I watched Rambo the other night, and it's like when he, at the end, you know, when, when he broke down with, with Troutman, he says, you know, out in the field there was a code, you know, right. that we live by, you know, and, you know, I could operate this, do that, you know, like you said, I can't even park cars, you know. And, and the thing that was very magical with that moment is it's so goddamn true. Where has the standard gone for folks? Where has the trust? Where has the commitment gone? Are you going to, you know, a big thing right now I'm studying, you know, a big thing most people can't even say is one of the reasons why people have so many troubles is we can't even say to ourselves that we love ourselves. That's right. It's a very important thing to say to yourself. You have to be yep. true to yourself before yep. you can be true to anybody else. Don't waver with your commitments to yourself. If you have a plan and it's not breaking man's laws or God's laws, then stick with it. Yep. 
you yep. know, and that's, I've adhered to that code for a long, long time. Marine Corps has a phrase, they tell you walk with bearing. And by that, they mean, you know, walk like you know what you're doing. Yep. With you, you're walking with self-confidence. You're walking with an attitude of, I'll be your friend, but I have a plan in my pocket to gut you if I need to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that as long as you don't implement the plan at you know, just here and there, just keep it in reserve, but just stay true to yourself. You know, you, if you're born a guy and you're a guy and you want to do guy things, then do them. Uh And if if you're with people that don't want you doing that, then get rid of those people. Don't uh, lie to yourself and say, well, you know, I'm going to go with her because I'm happy with her, but I can't do this that I really like doing. No, that's not how it works. I dated about six women before I met and started dating my wife, and I told her straight out, first date, I said, I lift weights. (laughs) I lift weights. When she said, I know that, I can tell, but I lift six days a week. Now, if you can give me two hours a day to do that, I'll give you the other 22. Yeah. I don't Hey. And that's and it still holds true today, Eric. Yeah, and you know what, Carmen? It's I don't think when you really care about one another, asking things like that is a big deal. The problem is now everybody is so damn concerned about them that they don't know how to give to the other. And you know, getting back to loving yourself, you know, I repeat it constantly now. Um, it creates these waves through your brain. These mind shifts like you wouldn't believe. You know, I was saying on one of the shows, there's nothing, you know, there's no, I can sit there all during the day, especially when I get up and before I go to bed, you know, say to yourself, I love myself. I really, really love myself. You got to learn to forgive yourself too. The reason why there's so many unhappy people and so many that are latching on to all these nuances on the outside, whether it's horseshit politics or the latest trend, or the latest phone, or someone's doing me wrong, or you make too much money, so I'm going to rip more out of your wallet. You know why a lot of this is? Number one, they have no clue to what is going on with them internally. Secondly, they are self-hating people, and they hate the world. And number three, the majority of people, let's face it, they hate money. They've been taught that money is no good, that it's evil. And you know what? Why should Eric make that much amount of money and I'm making nothing and we need to send somebody after him to pick his pocket hard? No. No. You said it before. Learn to make people self-sufficient. There's nothing wrong with helping people. I will never not help someone, all right? But we see this in Albany here, which is, for anyone who doesn't know, it's the capital of New York State because there is an Albany, Georgia, too. I see what's happening in this city I live in. I mean, I can't get out of here fast enough. I mean that. Um, I'm probably going to go to Wyoming. That's what I'm looking at right now as a destination. But I see how government has totally just destroyed the city. Um, taxes are, I don't know if we're higher in California. If not, they're one, two. Um these views, you know, they've taken the police and neutered them, all right? If it's not one thing, it's another, okay? There's tons of crime here, even up in the areas where I am where you never used to see any crime. Um, 
they don't seem to be able to get anything done. If there's a problem that needs a resolution in your neighborhood, you don't even see them. Sometimes the police don't even show up when you call. Um, but yet, they've chased all private industry pretty much out of here as much as they can. Or if they're here, they tax them so goddamn hard. It's like, why do I need to do business here, you're saying? Well, obviously, we used to be the Empire State, but we will never be, especially with the factions that are in there now. And, you know, the mayor was here again today. Well, the governor, you know, should give her $12.5 million every year because they can't uh, balance a budget. She's up there with a tin cup like a beggar and thinks that she's owed that. Here's, here's something in life. Nobody owes you nothing, all right? You owe it to yourself to go out and do it. And the way I see it with when we're talking this masculinity and what we're doing here in M&M and FBC and everybody else here, it's time, guys. It's time to lay the rubber to the road and say, you know what, we're not buying any more of that stuff from 30, 40, 50 years ago, that men don't have to be men, it's okay to be soft, you know, let your wife hold the door for you, you know, go out and you can't even make eye contact with her, you know, and live that mundane, oh, you know, it happened, no big deal. It is a big deal. Right. Life is a big deal. It is, and the thing is, it's so damn short. Yep. You think you, you think you got a long time, and you turn around and you're 72, almost 73, and you say, "What the hell happened?" Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because uh, you know, I, mentally, I think I'm still 25, but physically, my body says, "Well, that's a dream, old man." You know, you can still do stuff, but not with the speed you could at 25. That's right. the difference. Right. I but, can still do stuff, but not as fast. You know. <laughs> yeah, but you know, the thing is, you're still here. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you, you know. Well, you know, the thing is, obviously, physicality has its rewards. You're living proof of it. And the problem is, too many people have been sold a bill of goods. You know, we see what's going on with all the weight loss stuff on TV and all that. It's a load of shit. 90 days this, 90 days that. Here's the food we're eating. I'm looking at the food, and the food is crap. I mean, I don't know how they're losing the weight. I really don't. And we know what most of that stuff is. You know, you have a little bit of a metabolic shift. You start losing 10 or 15 pounds. I'd love to talk to them six months later because I guarantee you they're up 30. All right? So, you know, yeah. And and yo-yoing your body is the worst thing you can do. The first thing you need to do, and I don't even like calling them diets, the first thing you need to do is get physical. Anybody that comes here that's got a weight problem, obviously we got to measure what they can and cannot do right now, but I always put them on something that is going to get them going. And when you get somebody going, then they start making the right decisions because, you know what, I don't care who you are or what level you're at, exercise starts, we talked about what I'm doing with all the rewiring of the brain. The, you know, with, with the chemicals it releases, with the peptides, with everything, all right? This goes into weight loss like you've never seen before in your life. And when you can get active, things start changing. Things start changing in a way that suddenly it's like, well, you know, I'm not going to have this donut today. I don't really have a need for it. It's amazing what your body starts to direct itself to do without you even having a hand in it. And that's what I've been talking about with all this training. I'm getting to the point now, of course, I think 
before I go out there. But I was telling people, I said, I'm going out and doing things without even having a thought in my head. Literally. I can be almost blank now and get under, over, or something that's going to go above me and complete the lift. This is training and rewiring like I never even dreamed of, and I haven't even scratched the surface of things. So masculinity to me, and I'll give it to you, Carmen, and I'll have you summarize everything. Um, you know, masculinity is obviously starts with the barbell. I don't care what you want to use. We're going to use barbell. But the beauty of the barbell, among many things that we are, you know, I'll speak for me, but I'm sure Carmen thinks the same. This is a privilege that I'm able to do this. I had a brother that couldn't do it. I had a brother that died of muscular dystrophy, Jimmy. All right? I know what it's like to watch things like that and be around it. And I've said this before, and you, people can say, ah, that's, I got news for you. You have no idea what it's like to see your brother wilt to nothing. And yet, you're asking yourself, well, why am I moving around and able to run and jump and hide and all that? I got news for you. That's why I love what I've been doing for years on top of years. How many people I've gone through, how many new people are going to come on the horizon, how many people you teach, how many do so well. Some don't, some bomb out. It's the same way with the show and everything else. Clint Darden made the point. Eric, there's going to be people that are just going to drop off because you are going to a natural process that is constantly changing. Not everybody can zig and zag, and that's the same way with masculinity. Not every guy knows what to do, and there are so many guys out there confused about this that I hope this show today that Carmen and I did We'll give you some instruction. We'll give you some incentive and hell, give you a hell of a lot of inspiration to go out and get that iron will. Carmen, um, give out anything you want. Summarize it and take your time. You just said something that hit a button here. These guys that don't know what to do is because they've never had a man show them what to do. Uh Uh-huh. You know, and and that's, that's a problem in our society right now. There's too many fatherless families or homes where a lady, a woman is doing her best to support and raise a family and the guys hit the road. Men don't do that. You know, men, men honor their commitment. They stay with it and they do what they need to do, you know, and, and that to me is one of the biggest problems our culture has right now. But anyway, getting back to the gym in my book, if you got a problem, and you're physically able, you're not on a breathing apparatus, you got a problem, go to the gym. Yeah. You got a fight with your wife or your husband, go to the gym. You know, you, you, you got a headache, go to the gym, get that blood flowing. To me, that's the thing. That, it changed my life. 1960, March of 1960, when that Big 12 special came in the mail, and I unpacked it and I grabbed that bar, I knew I was hooked for life. I couldn't lift crap because I was 15 and skinny, but I can do more now, you know, because I've yeah. trained. But it, it changed my life. And if if you're fortunate enough to find something that changes your life like that and stays with you your whole life, you are indeed fortunate. I'm not rich monetarily. I'm rich with friends. I'm rich with family. I'm rich with love. And I've been very, very blessed 
to do the thing I love to do for as long as I've done. And that's trained. And I've been able to help people in the look on their face when they've been busting their hump for a month or six weeks. And all of a sudden they're doing for reps, what they could only do as a single. That that look, Eric, you've seen it. You know what I'm talking about. That look is worth everything. It's like, okay. You know, and I had a kid, I got a kid that just started with me. He's a, was in high school with my son. So he's 30, 31 years old now. And he started coming about three weeks ago. He's a marathon runner, and I'll give him props because there's no way in hell I'm going to run 26 miles for anybody. <laughs> I'm just saying. But he's 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 running. He completed the New York Marathon. He's completed the Oklahoma City Marathon we have here in honor of the bombing. He's done that twice. And he just got back from Houston a month ago, and he ran and completed that. So he's, you know, he's got – he knows what it is to suffer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He knows that training is not easy. But he – approached me and he said you know i remember you you know joe's dad from high school and he says is there anything you can do to help me be stronger and i said i think i got some things i can help you with and show up on saturday and he started deadlifting with us yep his first week he did 135 real sloppy and i said okay you you're, you've got potential here but we need to tweak your form so you don't get hurt mm-hmm. last saturday he pulled 250 and he that kid acted like he had just gone out and shot king kong right in the throat you know yeah absolutely i told him i said craig or chris i mean chris there's nothing like this feeling and yeah. he said, you're right he said it's just an awesome feeling he said because you're on that platform by yourself you've done it you've done the work you know and to me that's what it's all about and that again goes back to being a man and obviously lifting is not just for men only because I've seen some ladies that have got more dedicated effort than some guys I've known. Oh yeah. In this they because they want to improve themselves. You know, you have to want to do it in order to do it right. And, and most people anymore, men and women, we've created a very soft environment for people. You don't have to go out and hunt and provide for your family anymore. No. You don't have to go, work in the mill in order to make enough money to feed your family is we've created a very cush lifestyle and as a result the less activity you have i think the less testosterone your body produces therefore you're going to be less masculine absolutely you touched on it earlier you know but anyway i live six days a week it's eight o'clock in the morning <laughs> you're in oklahoma city eric look me up eight yep. o'clock in the morning Yep. You know, I, I bench twice a week, squat twice a week, do back and uh, rows and pull downs once a week, and deadlift on Saturdays. So you know, it, you got to have a routine. You got to know what you what you want and set your goals. And I know I'm unorthodox because I look at these things on Facebook, and I don't know how true some of them are. But these guys claim they do all this poundage, and I'm thinking, yeah, okay, right. You know, I, I just. I got to see it to believe it. And I've, I've, I've known personally some world champions and I've met two world strongest men personally winners and they're awesome and they're down to earth. They're sensible. Yep. And they don't go off on these tangents of this crazy crap that's out there now. You know, every the technology is great, but I think it's created monsters. Some of these guys, Oh, I got a platform here. I'm going to promote my wacky idea. Get a barbell, get some dumbbells, get some stones, pick them up, put them down. When they get easy, add more weight. Here pick you go. Up, 
put them down. When that gets easy, add more weight. And in between, eat and rest and repeat. That's the simple solution. It, but it's a, it's a time-proven solution. You know, speaking of um, uh, gentlemen that were, like, so happy with their deadlifts, Bill, when Bill Crawford was on Saturday with me, he's got a um, – a powerlifting team. It's his son, the guy next door, and I don't know. The other one might be down the street, but um, they went in their first meet and they all broke their deadlift records. Um, you know, they never competed or anything. And Bill said the same thing. You know, you've seen the confidence and the smile on their face, and it's it's just a, a feeling of elation. You know that a lot of times, sometimes you're around people, other times you're alone and there's no applause at all, and it, it, it's just that's why you know I want to get everybody with everybody involved here, just pushing this out more and more. People don't know what they're missing. I'm that's telling right. you right now, you don't. That's exactly right. And look at anybody that's listening here. Tell a friend. Get somebody interested. It's very important. Carmen, you got it. Go ahead. Telegraph, telephone, tell a woman. That's how you're going to get information put out there, Eric. Absolutely. Do it. Um, anything else, my friend? Oh, geez, I don't know. I just, again, I'm honored. I truly am. You know, I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. I am so honored when I get the opportunity to do this. Because you naming these guys that I've looked up to, you know, you talked about Zavikas earlier and these yep. guys. Yep. And, and I'm thinking, I'm on the same show that these guys have been on, you know, I'm just a little pissant here in Oklahoma, you know, but uh, that's cool. I'm, I'm, I'll keep on plugging as long as the good Lord lets me. Shit, yeah. Let me go for a long, more long, long time more, you know? Oh yeah. And, and not only, not only that, um, as I said, every chain needs to have links in it. And to me, um, you know, that's how I look at things. I don't care. Like I said, I've said this for every year. We don't care if you lift a 100-pound stone or a 400-pound stone. See, I always believe someone's got something to offer. This is where this, everybody. Yeah, and this is where physical culture, in my opinion, has gone bad. And why they've gone backwards is because if you're only looking to make money with the elite, you're not going to make any money. I got yeah. news for you. Um, I, tell, I tell folks that come, you know, come up and ask me, you know, will you be able to help me? And I said, sure, but. Understand, you're going to have to commit. Yeah. Do this once a month, you know. And and they come in and they walk in the gym and they say, well, I don't belong here. And I say, yeah, you do because coming through that door tells me you're a champion. Yep. And champions don't quit. Nope. 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 Not at all. Well, this is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Um, go out to FiorellaBarbellCo.com. Two big things. Winners and Champions, Inc., what a product. And then also, don't forget about the Manly Men's Movement page. you got to go out and look at it. Get involved. Get on that thread. Start writing stuff. Put your video in there, whatever you want to do. Like I said, please keep it clean because if there's some really good stuff that's submitted, I'll get it copied off some way and we'll put it over an etched in stone for kids. But I'm going to be doing some more stuff over there too. So that's coming. Um, that's here, I should say. What is coming is etched in stone for men. All I have to do is shoot the video. It's all been written. Um, it was before, but I wanted to clean it up. And of course, Dr. Wong and I are going to go initially alone with that. Um, there's a lot of people that want to be part of it. Um, a lot of times it's hard to make contact, and I just don't want to do that anymore. 
um, if, you know, we can come to a, a point where, you know, okay, but, you know, other people have lives, and this could end up becoming much bigger than they ever expected. So um, having a couple people rather than eight might right now be the way to go, and that's what I want to do, and that's the decision. Who knows down the road, but right now we'll just go with it this way. Um Let's see what else I want to talk about. Uh, prosperity page. Go out and check that out. Also, we've got the motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out and look at all the shows Carmen and I have done. Also, to uh, sign up for a free newsletter through uh, MailChimp. I put out a really good one today about the Manly page there, the uh, Manly Men's Movement page. A lot of good stuff out there, links to the shows, links to uh, FBC where you can find everything. So check that out. And don't forget, sign up, subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. Boom, you got it. Um, Let's see iTunes and Stitcher, give us a five-star review. That's what we've gotten from everybody. If there's a show you like Carmen and I to do, Fiorello Barbell at NICAP.R.com. Also to AHA Directory, that's AHA. You can get us in your car 24-7. Also to if someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to say hello to them or give them. You know, here here's the deal. Five words of inspiration can solve a lot of problems. Don't be shy. As my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile that day. That might be all they get. If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, push it, press it, pull it. If you're going to take stones, disintegrate them when you lift them. Uh, the Who's to Steal Stone Crusher says, in blood red domination, we are domination. We clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says, when I listen to your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. That will always be the case, my friend, always. Frank Klein, my greatest college business professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Winners never quit, and quitters never win. Also, too, don't forget about this. My dad, be a leader, not a follower. We talked plenty about leadership today and masculinity. John Ridge, a man's man for sure. He'll be gone four years in August to cancer, and he'd walk every patient to the door no matter how busy and say, keep smiling. Say it no matter what, best day, worst day, or just walk around and say it. Watch just the shift in your demeanor saying that. And you never know what you're going to attract from just saying, keep smiling. Uh, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a hundred or more of your friends we're coming because we won't kick your door and we'll blow the roof off your house. Be part of the family for the next 30 years. Join us. It's that important. We need you and you need us. Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We believe in you and we got your back. And there's no other way to be. Carmen, a happy new year to you. It's always an honor to have you on. We'll have this show up, and I'll send you the link, and we'll get you on next month, definitely. Thank you. It's always a pleasure, Eric. It's always always a pleasure. Thanks a lot, Carmen. I appreciate it. Big supporter of me and the show. So, for Carmen Caputo, this is Eric Fiorello. We'll have this show up uh, tomorrow. If, If not, it all depends what's going on with the Ryan show. I've got... 
a meeting after this and some other things to do. If not, the latest this show will be up. What's tomorrow? It will be Thursday, but it will be up no later than that. Um, it's just there's a lot of things going on. So um, for Eric Fiorello and Carmen Caputo, thanks for listening. You know, life is asking something from you. Go out and do it. And, you know, men, please stop apologizing for being man. men. Masculinity is what we're all about. Have a great week, everybody, and we will talk to you soon. And thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.